This is the House of Boom podcast. I'm your host, Eric Boom Salvi. Now, one thing about the House of Boom, we love the beats. We love the music. Music is a part of our lives. It makes it interesting. It jazzes things up. We doing something that's totally mundane, like cleaning your house. And then the right song comes on or your favorite DJ starts playing. So guess what? It turns that whole experience into something totally different. Probably makes you work better, faster, and much more. So today, I have the honor of having two DJs, a dual DJ group, the Dundalas, my friend, London, and her co-mate, co-DJ, Lauren. We got a in my You're great. How are you? <laughs> Did I, did I accurately describe you um, before we get into the, the, the fullness of this podcast? Yes, you did. Um, we're a DJ duo. Um, yeah, so my name is Lauren, but technically my DJ name is Lola Benjamin. And then London is London McCoy. Got it. Lola Benjamin. How'd you get that name? Uh, it's a little complex, but <laughs> to make it a very quick um, explanation... Um, Benjamin is my father's last name, my father's first name, and he was a DJ. Okay, that's what it's up. So, like father, like daughter. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. In the blood. And how, <laughs> in the blood. And how did you in London, uh, I'm going to let, wait, matter of fact, I'm going to let London explain how she got her name, London, then really quickly, and then we're going to find out how you two connected. Oh, sure. I mean, I don't have a, a great explanation of my name. But, um, yes, my artist name is London McCoy. The name was given to me um, because someone confused London with my um, government name, <laughs> which is very hard to do. Very hard to do. Um, but they did. And it somehow became like a, a nickname that I didn't approve of. And then eventually more than one person um, took that on and I just started to flow with it. And eventually it worked for me becoming a DJ and artist. Okay, quick story since we're all sharing, you know, boom, my nickname actually started out as a joke, a neighborhood joke between some friends. I'm not gonna go into the the fullest details because I'm just not healed from that. (laughs) But, um, it did start off as a neighborhood joke name between some friends, and eventually I grew it into. Luckily, I started playing football, so boom, and football kind of go together. And when that happened, that experience happened, it kind of grew, and uh, even in college, it grew um, some more. So I've been able to stick with it. And then House of Boom, obviously, the boom in that is a part of who I am. So hey, we all just shared our nicknames. Um, talk about the Dundas. How, how does this dual DJ thing work? Um, I think it's well, okay. So, how we kind of started together, London actually started DJing first, and mm-hmm. I would kind of accompany her to like her gigs and stuff like that. And I've always thought women who are DJs was like really cool and everything, but I never thought of myself as one. So we went on a bit of a journey, started to do it together. So we just pretty much, one person will mix at a time, but we both have our headphones on so we can ha- we can hear what each other is doing. We can give suggestions. If somebody's like, oh, I don't know what to play, then the other person would suggest something. So it's pretty nice because, you know, when you're first kind of starting something out, you may be nervous or kind of not knowing what to do, but to have like a support system 
to help you out, but then you also having fun together just makes it even more enjoyable. Yeah, I would is there is there a certain vibe that you guys just have naturally that kind of keeps everything going smoothly? Well, I would say yeah. I would. I think that like um, so as as Lauren mentioned um, when I was DJ. She would kind of be like my manager because um, I didn't have a manager at the time. So I was like, oh, yeah, this is my manager right here. Um, and it was just like my first, I think we went to my first gig together. So I was super nervous. And like after that, um, we went to a party together. And, you know, at, at most parties when people kind of pass the ox around because they don't want to pay for a DJ, they just let their friends um, play songs. So I noticed that every time I would play a song and then Lauren would play a song after me. I think, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Lauren, it was myself, Lauren, and someone else. Mm -hmm. Our songs just flowed so well together and we weren't even trying. We just were vibing, just picking songs. It came, became kind of a, a game for us. And every time he played a song, it just would be like off. Um, but I honestly think he may have been like trying to find our flow and he just couldn't participate in it. Um, but I think that that is a good example of how it is when we DJ and how we flow together. So we um, we both like similar types of music, um, and then we have our you know differences. I think she'll she'll go into other genres that I'm not too familiar with, and vice versa. But I think we have a good chemistry as far as friendship, and it just shows in the music. You know that's so important. You know I am a I call myself a two bit hustler because I always have a side gig working and oftentimes I do or at least for the last 10 years I do security and so sometimes you know you're there because you're there to watch and I really get to have fun and be entertained and all that other stuff but I will say that a good DJ you don't have to be great just a good DJ that knows how to transition songs well and kind of takes you on a path of where they're going I've kind of like become a critic of that because there's been times when I've been at work and the DJ is terrible and it makes the night go so long. And then there's the nights where the, uh, it can be empty in the spot, but the good DJ comes in, they float and they breeze right through the night. And so I have a great appreciation for a DJ that flows well. And two women, you know, a, a, what do they say? You know, two heads are better than one. Two <laughs> women who come together and just really do that. I think that's really dope. Um, now, speaking of flow and, and vibing, you guys have uh, an event called Press Play Namaste. Can you please tell us about that? Yeah, so to put it in very, very simple terms, it is a yoga class with a DJ. So we have uh, yoga, yoga instructors that we will work with for about an hour class, and then we DJ during the class. So it's kind of unconventional because you're not hearing the typical music that you would hear at most um, like yoga classes. Um, you can hear anything from like Tribe Called Quest to Dipset to Jill Scott. Like we're just very random but in a good way we kind of like feel the energy of the class kind of seeing the direction that it's heading and then just kind of play music to have fun with it so yeah we want you to come and have a good experience with the class and you know whatever that is for you but we want you to have a good time as well and one thing you had mentioned before is how the djs can like make or break an event and one thing that we stand very strong in is creating an experience we want to be super unique, something you've never heard before. We don't want to kind of conform to what's the norm or playing like top 40. So like you would hear that at 
press playing namaste but like any type of event that we would do mm. okay so i could be in the the mix at a at a i don't know somebody's cookout and hopefully in in 2020 maybe who knows <laughs> but <laughs> um i could be listening to you guys and then be like oh that reminds me of yoga class. that's really cool yeah what do you think the importance of yoga and how does your music enhance that experience uh i would say for us we are also another thing that we're into is um mental health and holistic living and stuff like that so yoga definitely has aspects of that so one of the reasons we kind of got started with that is really taking care of our mental health water types of things that can help us and can help other people and we want to create something uh unique uh we didn't want to wait to be invited to an event we wanted to kind of like start it for ourselves so you know you can come there and it's just like a, a typical yoga class um but there the highs and lows of the music that is played is just much different so we want you to come and kind of take care of your mental health but also have mm -hmm. fun with it too yeah. how do you go about organizing your music for that class like do you say okay this is how i wanted this class to start you know is it something that has to be well thought out or is it something that you kind of just go with the flow of how you're feeling something like that uh, we are very go with the flow people like there there is prep because you have to prep for everything so like we do have mm -hmm. a crate of music that we can pull from but we don't come in there necessarily rehearse practice yes but rehearse no um, we really like to go with the flow with a lot of things and like I said before like feel the energy of the room and how things are going because you can go in there with a plan and you know I want to play these specific songs and stuff like that but like it just may not be the vibe of the room. So you can't just like, you can't be selfish. Again, we're providing an experience for people. So we can't go based off of like what we want to hear because you can hear that on your own time, you know? So we do practice, yes, but we, we like to go with the flow with stuff. And we found that that really works best for us. And we know we have very organic chemistry as friends but also when DJing together. So it literally works and we don't even have to even really talk about it. Like we can just do it and it just works. Now, how are you, are you bringing, I should say, how are you, but are you bringing this experience to people during quarantine? Because obviously the mental health is very, very important right now. People just not knowing what to do and where can people find this experience with you guys? Is it strictly something that's just in the city? Um, do you plan on taking it uh, outside of that? Like, talk to me. Well, we just did a meditation um, last week with um, Tatiana LaJoy on um, Instagram. Okay. Um, and so that was that's one way of bringing it to the platform. Um, as far, and I'm sure Lauren will touch on this in a second. Um, as far as um, where you can find us, Press Play and Namaste is still um, something that we do quarterly. Um, so we just, hopefully in the summer, we'll see what that looks like. But um, we're definitely considering doing that in other ways if, if needed. Um, but Lauren, do you have any, any words for what we're doing in the future? Well, I want to touch on this first. Um, <laughs> I'll be completely honest. There are some people who have like a set schedule of content and stuff that they're doing during the quarantine. And to be 100% mm. honest, we do not have that. 
but I think it's important mm-hmm. to touch on like as creatives you need to um be okay with however you feel during this quarantine so if you feel like it's a time mm-hmm. of rest for you because you're providing a service for people then respect that and it's okay if you are on top mm-hmm. of it and you got like a set schedule every Monday you're doing that then that's cool too you know so right now again we're just we did you know the meditation and we're kind of like you know evolving and kind of see see what's happening but like London said hopefully you know the summer will be good to us and we can start you know <laughs> doing it quarterly um and also i want to point out we do have a lot of women that come to our events and we do events we've mm-hmm. done multiple different types of um atmospheres we've done on rooftops we've done it in yoga studios we've done it in dance studios and stuff but men it's a great class for you to come to yes it is because a lot of ladies are in there or you can bring a date you know yeah. so <laughs> We we definitely have a lot of women that come out and support. I feel that men are maybe not as comfortable, but I want men to be comfortable to come to something like this. And you don't have to be a pro. It's very beginner friendly. So you can come and just, you can be in the back if you're most comfortable. But, you know, so we're hoping that come the summer, we can kick it off again and then start doing it um, quarterly. Well, I'll back you up on that. Um, definitely just me being the, the weightlifter that I am. I just, you know, does a lot of Rolex stuff. Um, you know, I mix it up with calisthenics. But one thing that has helped me over the last two years, I would say, is actually just doing yoga simply. Um, uh, I, I would say that at one point I couldn't even sit Indian style because I was mm-hmm. so tight, mm. you know. And just to be able to say I can fold myself down into that position again. And it came from not even going hard on yoga, just doing it in a consistent, you know, once or twice, a, sometimes twice a week, once a week um, way. It, that that much has helped me, the flexibility, um, certain pains and aches have kind of leave themselves naturally just off of doing it. And I've kind of cut back in the sense of like maybe, you know, going Monday to Friday, lifting weights, and then I'll maybe do Monday, Tuesday, break my week up, do yoga one day, then do Thursday, Friday. Um, and it's such a great release. And I, I, I would say that I don't like how I feel during yoga. I always feel, I like, love how I mm-hmm. feel after. <laughs> and it's like some of those stretches and some of the things yep, are. Yeah, they are. <laughs> however, however, when you, you're done and you feel your... You can, I can say you can feel the blood flowing properly in your body and everything just seems to be asymmetrically right. You know, maybe you had a tightness in your hip here or whatever, and you just feel like you're moving better. It, it's functional. It's highly functional. So I definitely back you guys up on, on that. And guys, don't be afraid. And hey, I might, you know, you say there's all the sisters being there. Yeah, you need to. (laughs) We have a lot of ladies that come out. And I'll say this, like, my brother was there. My brother is 6'4", 6'5". Now, granted, yes, he did come Mm. to support me. But (laughs) he was there, you know, trying. And if you are an athlete, I have two younger siblings. They're both athletic. And I know one thing with athletes or even people who may go hard in the gym, stretching is not considered not done and like you said you couldn't even sit Indian style so like this is a great thing like you know you can kind of come loosen up the muscles a little bit 
hear some good music. If you're a guy, you can meet some nice ladies, you know, and we want to expand on this event. Like we want to, yes, have the class. We also want to do like mixers afterwards. You know, it could just be people. I mean, you may meet somebody, you may network with somebody. You just kind of like want to hang out. So that's what we want to expand it to. But, you know, the Rona is a hater. So that kind of <laughs> like, we ju- like we just wanted to kick that off when this happened. So yes. that's something we'll definitely be doing when it comes, whenever we're able to do it again. I mean, hey, you know, the Rona is a hater, but, you know, maybe you can find a social distance <laughs> or a space that, you know, a little bit more than six feet apart and everybody can get there, you know, maybe outside, who knows, and mm-hmm. make that happen. Um, so it's a really good thing. I do look forward to coming to Breastplay Namaste. I am going to switch gears on you guys a little bit and maybe focus a little bit more on London because she dropped some new music. Yay! (laughs) And um, I really want to talk about that. Uh, uh, London, she did a song years ago. Bittersweet. Yeah, it was Bittersweet. A Bittersweet. Bittersweet. I was like, oh, my sister got it right now. I'm like, yo. And it's definitely... Like when I started putting my YouTube playlist together for the car, the R&B playlist, it's on there. And a lot of times it comes on, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, that's stuff I forget. And this, that was years ago. Uh, so I've been waiting, always hit up now. They're like, well, you gonna drop some more music? I need, I, I like it. And um, I think I found out through somebody else. Like I saw somebody else um, post you um, on the thing. I was like, oh, finally. <laughs> so can you talk a little bit? about the new music you dropped um what is black mercy and what's going on with you and the project you got going? Sure. um well thank you uh, yeah it's been a, a minute i think it's been about maybe six years um since i mm-hmm. put out music um and yeah so i am currently working with the team um black mercy is a recording label as well as um we as well as uh, we, as well as curating content, excuse me, I had to think of how to put all those seeds together. But um, <laughs> um, yes, um, and it's a group of musicians, artists, a nice collective um, of people that love music um, and really want to see each other grow. Um, I think that um, as an artist, you know, when I first when I started, when I realized that I wanted to be a singer and just put out. Um, music and see how people react to it honestly i think the first thought was like oh i'm gonna get signed and this is how it's gonna happen and i'm gonna get an advance and just um understanding that like you know how the music industry works and not that i'm against anything um like with a big label so to say but understanding um how much control over your own um artistry and art how much of a difference that makes um and how it will affect your art and people receiving your art so i will say i'm blessed to work with people who understand that and allow me to have that freedom and encourage me um so that's that's what black mercy is for me um i believe you asked me something about sometimes which is my single right uh Mm -hmm. yeah so sometimes is the name of my single i released this single in february february 6th um and the song itself is about anxiety um yeah about anxiety and just a little paranoia i guess um but anxiety is something that i um battle with from time to time 
we fight here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time I win and sometimes I don't. And that's what the song is about. Um, I actually wrote this song maybe two years ago and I decided to release mm-hmm. it in uh, 2020. Um, yeah, and, wow. and it's crazy because I released the song not knowing that we were gonna, <laughs> it would be so relevant in the current times. Um, which is, mm. not, I mean, I just feel like that's how life is. But yeah, yeah. So the story, you, it, I mean, you, I'm assuming that you, in some ways, maybe you wrote this down and then it became a song and now it's a single. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you find uh, your path of music is somewhat therapeutic? Um, and how, do, how does that connection between singing to now becoming a DJ how did you find your way to that path? Mm, good question. So first question, is it therapeutic? Yes, I think to be honest with you, it's therapeutic and also just like expression. Um, when I started, when I wrote, it's not my first song, but the first song I put out publicly was Bittersweet, which is the one you heard. Um, honestly, that was just mm-hmm. me expressing myself. And then I had a friend encourage me um, to share more. And then I was like, oh, people like this. And a part of me was like, people like this, yay. And then another part was like, oh no, people like this because, you know, these expectations of what's next. Um, so yeah, if, I would say more than anything, it's expression for me. Um, and and sometimes a song like that is definitely therapeutic. Um, and as far as DJ, DJing is concerned, it definitely goes hand in hand. Um, Lauren is also a part of, very much a part of London, the artist. Um, and you guys will see more of that um, once we, you know, it's funny. We were talking, as you mentioned, you know, we have plans. It's funny when you make plans. We have plans um, to work on a couple of things. And with uh, Corona, I had like two shows canceled in April. But mm. um, the Don Dollars in London are very much still a package deal. So even though I'm singing, a part of my set is also Lola Benjamin DJing. Um, so it's still very mm. much hand in hand. Um, and that's like, did I explain that correctly, Lauren? Yeah. Um, as as, you know, I'm just thinking, like, you know, as far as, like, the band, it's hard for me to articulate it and, and unfortunately not have, like, visuals to back it up. But, um, yeah, it's definitely one and the same. Um, I started DJing because I've always been curious about, um, like, beats production. And I'm pretty good at, like, covers. And I want, I learned recently Song Association. But uh, I think it's more so just hearing music and putting it together. Um, so I was curious about it. I took a mm-hmm. couple classes, um, and then I just started like doing it um, again, getting my feet wet, expression, you know, trying things out, and um, it being well received um, for the most part. And I think that as far as it going, it's it's still I'm finding it still knitting itself together um, because there's so many other ideas that we have that we're working on, but um, it's almost like a mm-hmm. it's like a cycle at this point um which is really cool it's a cool way to it's a cool journey that i'm on i feel one thing i I will say that um as a creative and somebody who just likes to think you know with the meditation right now you know i'm I'm on my meditative vibe and listening to deepak chopra Mm -hmm. and all those other stuff but musicians are really the ones that keep us up to speed, relevant, um, because even now when people moving around less, it's so much easier to just become stagnant and have 
that what's next vibe or, or something. And it, like I said, you wrote that you wrote that song two years ago, released it in February. But when I heard it last week, I, I mean, I listened to the whole Black Mercy project. I just I just put it on and just let each um, song go. I usually don't listen to everything from cover to cover. Um, just because of, you know, sometimes you just want right. to hear the song you want to hear and move on. Or sometimes you just don't have time. But in, I guess, the blessing in disguise that COVID did is that when I was driving, I listened to every song. And I had it played. I played each song. I had it on repeat. So every time, cause it's on, how many tracks are on there? Like six, mm-hmm. maybe like six or seven on um, what the whole, the whole uh, project. And so it, it would just start and then it would start again. But I was like, each time I'm like catching and just letting it play and then catching something different right. each time. And it was good. I, I think that was, I want to say that it, that was Thursday or Friday or something last week. I was just listening to everything. But it was so refreshing to just have some new music, something that I hadn't heard before, uh, to really just get me through my day. Um, and just, like I said, I was driving around. And I was helping some people do some stuff. So every time I'm back in the car, I'm just listening. Like, okay, okay. Now, I basically listened to it until I got tired of it. I, was like, <laughs> I think I, I know all the words. <laughs> but um, just having that power right now, uh, you know, I'm thankful that you continue to create and continuing to do what you got to do and exercise the gifts that, you know, God has given you. Um, what do you, what do you think is, I know, I know we kind of talked about this, but what do you think is next? Do you have more music coming? Do you, well, first, thank on? you so much for listening. Um, I appreciate you listening to the entire project. Shout out to the other artists on Black Mercy. Um, they did a phenomenal job as well. Um, I definitely listened to all seven songs front to back too. So thank you. <laughs> um, I would say mm. what's next for me. Um, yes, I have music that um, I want to release. I'm still working on some things. Um, still putting a, some things together for a project. I'm looking to release an EP very soon. Um, but obviously, you know, there's some bumps in the road with the COVID and being safe. Because that comes first. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely working on things. I'm not one to rush. I will say that. Um, not one to rush. It's not going to take another 60 years. Um, but um, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to rush anything. But I'm excited to release the music and just have fun. Um, I think if, out of um, the many lessons I've learned with this break um, is not to lose the, the freedom and the fun and everything. Um, which is something Lauren touched on a bit earlier that we have fun when we DJ, we have fun um, mixing together and just making sure I don't lose the fun in, in singing and the fun in writing and um, not allowing the much, you know, I'm grateful for questions like what's next and having, you know, people interested in what I'm doing. But sometimes I think as artists, we can get, allow that to turn into um, fear maybe of like, okay, now I have, or pressure uh, unnecessary pressure when really it's just like no continue to express yourself just release don't don't hoard all the songs to yourself because you're worried that it's not um gonna meet their expectations but just to share um and that's something that this has definitely mm-hmm. taught me just not having access to some studio time and just writing with different people and all of those things it definitely taught me that i need to um take advantage of that once we're able to go back out and just not be so hard on myself and share Got you. Um, 
And Lauren, do you have any uh, final words, anything else you want to get get out on this uh, podcast? Anything that you want to do? Yes, follow us Lola. on Instagram at the Dadadas. Um, okay, I'll spell it out. <laughs> T-H-E-D-O-N-D-A-D-A-S. And we also curate playlists. So um, there are themes. So we have a workout one that's called Little Booties Matter. So, you know, <gasps> if you want to get your workout on while you're quarantined, you can do that. We have um, the cuffing season, which has probably been extended. So that would be a great one to play. <laughs> um, but we just have a bunch of playlists. Um, and again, we have fun with those playlists just like we do with everything else. So if you follow us on Instagram, you'll be able to access everything that we put out and we have a ton of things that we're going to be doing soon it's just kind of on pause right now because of the you know what's going on so you know how many women you just 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 excited (laughs) because they do they do (laughs) (laughs) um London, before I, I, I give you uh, final words, there's another song on Black Mercy that is my gym banger. It's called Maggie yes. by Eli Smith. That, that joint <laughs> is crazy. I'm like, yo, I need to play that at the gym. The next time I yes. work out, that's my joint. But, um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give everybody uh, the full track one that is more yes. by Preach Gold, Maggie yes. by Eli Smith, Sometimes by London, the person we are listening to now, McCoy. New time, um, free goodies, free school, Julian. I can't see the other name on there. It's F work, uh, Asiatic, yeah. AZ. Um, hey, friend, Vinick, 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 and frequency by free school. The whole crew is on that one. So make sure y'all go check out this Black Mercy project. And London, I'm gonna give you the floor and let you have your Yeah, I just wanna say thank you so much for having us. Um, We really appreciate it. I definitely enjoyed speaking with you. Um, Yeah, that's all I got to say. And check out sometimes if you can, especially right now. I mean, you guys have nothing else better to do but listen to great music. So (laughs) check it out. I will definitely check it out. Now, on the House of Boom, real quick, uh, you, I usually get a workout in with the uh, people I interview. That's what kind of makes my podcast unique. However, we won't be able to do that. But maybe I was just randomly thinking, maybe we could set up some type of live or something where we do uh, uh, maybe a, a, one of your uh, press play number stays or something oh, in the near future. Something to give people a real answer insight of what it's all about uh, and if I can find I think I, I know a ton of I know a, a good few uh, yoga instructors to lead it because I'm not going to be no yoga yeah, gonna be, <laughs> y'all going to be doing two moves <laughs> you're going to be doing warrior one and warrior two that's it um, but um, maybe we can set that up and be able to let people bring people into what, what it press play namaste is so um, I'm happy that y'all are interested in that and thank you for being on the show this is the house of boom and we are out peace